0: So, it is Sunday, August 12th. We are recording this episode from Nantucket Island. We are one day after our 14-miler, our longest run in our life to date, and we just finished our three-mile recovery run. We ran from the Chestnut House down to Brant Point, past John Kerry's house all the way down towards the jetties, past the Johnson Estate, beautiful houses and looking out onto Nantucket Harbor through them. Across, it's Hulbert Avenue, so across the jetties road onto the dirt road of Hulbert, past the little lighthouse house that we stayed at when I was a kid. And uh, three miles, you know, <clears throat> then up, up, you know, the cl- cobblestones back to Cliff Road and down. And now we're on Main Street, right outside the hub. This morning, did a little bit of Syria Namaskar A, a little yoga. Um, you know what was interesting about yesterday's run was, <clears throat> again, I listened to Tara Brock. I don't know why that happened, but I got cut off. I was about to say that I listened to Tara Brock and he reminds me to stay in my body and what that means is, is when I'm running I'm really just trying to be grateful for first what I see So beautiful chicory the chicory is this purple looks like a purple daisy on, uh, on the side of the road and uh, you know then to really just acknowledge what my body is feeling you know I'll feel a twinge in my knee or a twinge in my and, uh, you know, I can't change it. So what I do is I try to breathe, slow my breathing down, and really feel what I'm feeling, uh, not be frightened by it. That, that's what often happens, is what happens, for me at least, is when I feel something, you know, a twinge in my knee or a twinge in my hip, the brain then takes over and starts to interpret it. And what staying in my body helps me to do is really just, you know, kind of acknowledge it and not interpret it. And uh, it uh, reduces any type of stress, and I just keep moving. Um, I, I go back to my posture, really try to keep my chest up, my head up, and not get too far ahead of myself, which is what the mind can often do. You know, and I'm reading uh, Scott Jurek's book. J- Scott Jurek is an ultra runner who's running the Appalachian Trail. He's doing... He's trying to do a fastest known time, FKN. F-N-K? F-N-K. And, you know, he, he, he had injured himself mile seven, or day seven, rather, and uh, 49 mile days. And he's... Now he's way, way past that. Um, you know... The interest. The interesting thing is, is that I'm, you know, talking about 14 mile run. And about mile 10 on the way back from Mattakeet, ran all the way past Mr. Rogers' house. Um, you know, there I was running, and it was a very emotional experience for me because as a young kid, uh, we lived summers in Mattakeet, and I would leave the house on my bicycle. It was a green bicycle with a banana seat and a stick shift. And I, well, before that it was a purple bicycle, with uh, which I loved. Um, and uh, I would leave the house on this path, which is now a beautiful bike path. And even the first hill was hard for me. Um, I would be frustrated that my brother wouldn't keep wait for me or my father would loop ahead, I mean before I was riding my own bike I was in my father's bicycle seat in the kids seat in the back he had Schwinn, amazingly enough Schwinn had these mechanical lights that worked when the wheel spun and little uh, box seats that sat behind, no helmets back then um, right behind him and I don't remember the view too much but I definitely remember sitting in there, But so as I ran past these landmarks. You know, there's there's a water tower, which first is the run that Aaron and I would do in previous summers out and back. You're like, wow, this is all we used to do? And I used to, that used to crush me. You know, you'd run past Sanford Farm, this beautiful pasture which we hike out on, and you'd see the water towers. So we ran across Cliff Road, and then the next big milestone is the water fountain, and then the long stretch through kind of a back path you come upon the hills just before the dump, you can smell it before you see it. Uh, You don't actually see the actual dump, but you see the hill of the dump from the road. Um, And then you start to see, you come down and you see like a a pond with a little little bridge. You know, you can look right or left and you're basically looking, you know, northwest or south. And beautiful swans and birds and ducks usually live in there and people often fish for turtles. And then there's a second pond and then we get to these different landmarks, you know, and yeah. you think to yourself, Wow, these are landmarks that I've and even if I tell these this story now I get emotional in that I feel in my chest and tightening and my throat kind of opening. Tightening that I made it past made it past something. Um, and I did. I ran and I ran and I ran, I ran past Tristram's Landing and I ran past the West Ender and I made a right turn, past Millie's house and over the Smiths Point Bridge, and past Fred Rogers house and all the way to the end of Rhode Island Avenue with the erosion. Past the house that's gone, the cantilevered house that was on Stilts, gone. Over the winter, taken down because the water had breached. And uh, sure enough, right behind me was my wife. She's a beast. I, I mean, I know she can do seven miles. She didn't think she could do 14. But then we turned we turn around, used the bathroom at the West Ender, and cruised it all the way home. Of course, as we got to Main Street, I realized it need another mile or so, so I did a little loop downtown. Uh, not, not a whole mile. I needed like, like a quarter of a mile, rather. Ran to Civic National Bank and then down to the hub and finished our 14. And uh, for me, it's a real accomplishment. And of course, in my mind, it's like, fuck. I'm going to have to do another almost 13 miles, another one of those to run a marathon. So I did it. though. I did it. Uh, I did it without pain. I did it actually with energy. I had some in the tank for sure. And uh, so far so good. So we can do this, we can do this run. Sure, it's daunting, one run at a time as far as I can think, as far as I can go forward. Um, Why I'm running is really confirming for myself that I can accomplish hard goals when I set my mind to it, that it takes daily training, daily practice, something I never did as a child, daily habitual work, and using a guide, getting a guide. I've got a great trainer who set out a training routine for me, and uh, sure, my diet could be a little bit more scientific, but um, I am uh, supplementing. When I ran yesterday, I had a tailwind, which I split into my two bottles. Carrying the bottle in my hand was not a problem. drank that one first, and I switched to the one that was on my back, and I carried that one home, and I also had a goo. So, on to the next one. Slight overcast here in Nantucket. Have a great day.